Welcome to episode 13 of It Is What It Is, presented by Sports Cap Value. Today is Monday, August 21st, 2023. Welcome back to Sports Cap Value. On today's episode, we catch back up with our NFL expert, Tony Tax, to discuss the upcoming NFL season, some teams to look out for, season total wins for teams, sleepers to come out of both conferences, and maybe an MVP uh, pick for the season. But first, we discuss the PGA Tour Championship, dive into those picks, and even give our picks for the upcoming Ryder Cup when it comes to those team selections. Man, we have a lot to impile on this episode. It has been several weeks since our last episode. We have been enjoying our summer, traveling a little bit, taking a little time to ourselves, but more importantly, we have been in the lab cooking winners for you all, delivering our daily plays to our website, and boy, have we been on a roll. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to recap where we are today and kind of where we are heading in the future um, as we go off into football season. Three weeks into August has given us a lot of momentum heading into football season. We just wrapped up our third week in in the positive where we stand at nearly plus 20 units for the month of August. This is with 95% baseball sprinkled in with a few golf picks. We are coming off a huge day yesterday where we picked Big Vic, Victor Hovland, who came through with us with a 28 on the back nine to catch Scotty Scheffler and Matthew Fitzpatrick. At plus 1,600 or 16 to 1, we will take that to get us well beyond the positive for the week. For baseball, over and under, and money lines with a few run lines have been our breadwinners. We don't jump on the favorites at minus 250 and whatnot. Are we going to be taking the Braves night in and night out? No, because there is no value there to be, be made. We dive deep into value. We are not afraid to take the dogs, and we feast on total runs for the game for both teams. We look forward to kicking this football season off shortly and continue to provide results for our subscribers. Here's to, mu- here's to much success into the 2023 football season. What better way to jump on board and be a part of our place today? Come check out our website at sportscatvalue.com where we upload all of our podcasts, give you access to our social media, to our insights, as well as provide daily plays to you through a a site so that you can have winners on a day-to-day basis. Will we win every day? No. Will we win in the long run? Yes. And at the end of the day, we we want you getting paid at the end of the week, at the end of the month, and most importantly, at the end of the year. So we are here for you, diving deep into our picks day in, day out, so that we can find value for the customer. Sports cap value. Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine, riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo. 
Now we have with us today the one and only NFL expert we trust in the business, the golf hacker and enthusiast, and one of the best when it comes to social media. Tony Tax, welcome back to the show. What has been going on since we last got together? How are we doing tonight, fellas? Well, I wanted to give you a shout out for the Vigor Hovland one unit. I actually just got back from Outback, um, got a stake off of some winnings from Sport Cap Value. So I want to give my boy Pretty a shout out. Shot of the day. He's going to love the topics tonight. So <laughs> Pretty, if you're out there, this one's for you, pal. Yeah, Big big Vic came through uh, uh, yesterday afternoon with a, a 28 on the back nine, seven birdies to chase down Scotty Scheffler and Fitzpatrick. I mean, what an ending. And fortunately, you know, we talk about golf picks and sprinkling a little bit across folks and for Vic to come through uh, is huge for sports cap. Absolutely, man. And what a great call, honestly, by the sport cap value. But uh, you got to give it to him. You know, 28, that sounds like my first five holes at Lexington, <laughs> but um just what the guy is just, the, the talent is just unreal and um we're gonna lean into this more later in the show but anybody in my opinion who thinks that what the u.s team put out is gonna compete with hovland and these guys i'm sorry i do not see it whatsoever i mean this guy you you can say what you want he's top four he's got to be top four in the world i mean realistically yeah without a doubt and before we kind of get into the Ryder cup i wanted to kind of with the tour championship you know kicking off this thursday and it's the last leg of the playoffs the final event of the season um obviously vic is in Victor Hovland uh, with the stagger scoring is second to start, so he's at minus eight with Scotty Scheffler at minus 10 to start the weekend. Um, a couple guys, I mean, this thing is staggered, so that's kind of factored in when it comes to betting. So, Tony Tax, what is, your, what is your thoughts on the system and kind of going forward and how you kind of look at this? Well, I hate to say this, but I'm going to have to go skip Bayless with this one. I, on my notes right here, I've got a, a, melaton- a box of melatonin, and I've got capital boring wrote in all caps with exclamation marks right there. This is – realistically, for us golf fanatics out there, you understand there's realistically like three or four guys that can win. Um, <clears throat> with the, the format, the way it is um, – I mean, you're going to give Scotty Scheffler a three-shot lead, and, and I'm just going to go out and throw a couple shots out there for guys like Brandy Chambly and, you know, the big – what were the, the golf – um, uh, you know, the historical golf guys. I mean, what kind of format is this? I mean, you cannot tell me – okay, so we got 30 guys. Well, only 26 of them can realistically win. So what are the uh, the other guys are just playing for what Brandy what's Brandy Chambly say? These guys are just playing for money. Well, what does anybody play for? <laughs> I mean, right. we go to Lexington and you you spot me 18 shots. We're still playing for money, that's right? right? Absolutely. Okay, that's right. So uh, I mean, that's what makes the world go round. But it just goes back to how the PGA has has really diluted its brand. And it'll never recover. I hate to say it. It's almost like the it's almost like liberals. They just scream and all this other stuff, and <laughs> it just it's always some kind of nonsense. But I really do believe. Um, 
I don't see anybody running Scotty down. And anytime you get Scotty in a plus number for us degenerates out there, go ahead and take it now because, hey, Hovland, Hovland had his 28 last week. The chances of that happening again are the chances of me getting home in two at a par five at Lexington from the Blues. So realistically nobody but scotty has a chance but rory victor somebody like that but these other guys are just too far back yeah and that's the thing i, th- I think there's realistically there's only four guys that can really have a chance to win it and that's scotty victor uh rombo and mcelroy the rest are just playing for a top five or top ten finish um i just don't see anybody outside of those four taking home the prize um scheffler He's at like barely plus money just because where he's because he's ahead of two two strokes, and then McElroy's next at like plus three fifty. So I mean him or Rom at plus eight fifty or Victor at plus five fifty. You can sprinkle a little bit on those four to win, and then maybe one little thing I would pick for a top five is probably Fitzpatrick to sneak in there for a top five. I like that. Uh, let's see what he is. He is at for a top five. I can find him on my sheet. Uh, He's, you know, Fitzpatrick has turned into a real threat, and that's going to be another Clydesdale on that European team. Yes. And I guess Wack Johnson thinks that um, we're going to put the midget Harmon and um, Wyndham Clark out there, and we're going to compete somehow. But at least they'll make the Golf Channel happy when Europe beats on 18 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, so before – before we get into that, Fitzpatrick plus 500 for a top five. I kind of like that. So I sprinkled a little bit on that. Uh, one thing that I mentioned earlier before Tony Tax joined us was the Ryder Cup. And with the, the way it's set up, the U.S. is heading to Italy this year for the 2023 Ryder Cup, where U.S. has uh, six guys that are already qualified as of yesterday, and then six picks by the captain, Zach Johnson. So Tony Tax. You kind of started hitting on the, hinting on that. How do you how do you see this thing playing out? Um, well, first of all, I want to say this. Listen, for all you NFL guys out there, just be patient. We're gonna to get to the NFL. I know you're just salivating out of the mouth to hear our picks and our thoughts. So just be patient. We're gonna get through the golf. You know, and for unfortunately for you guys, hey, golf is a should be the most talked about sport in the world right now. You got more going on in golf than anything. So let me just Absolutely. shut up and get right to it. Now, what I'm going to say is this. You said, what are your thoughts on it as a whole? I don't see any way. I don't know. You can call me Ray Charles or I don't know, whatever. I, I don't see it. And Maybe Brett Michaels with his um, bandana over my eyes. I don't know. You Okay, so let's go over something real quick. And just for those listening, maybe you don't know, the automatic picks on the United States side is Scotty, which obviously is well-deserved. Right. And then here, let's get it. From, you guys may need Wikipedia for a few of these, but <laughs> Wyndham Clark, um, Patrick Cantlay, Brian Harmon, Xander Shoffley, and Homo. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Max Homa. Um, so, and then on the European side, now you correct me if I'm wrong here, we're going to have Rory, Rom, Hovland, Fitzpatrick, um, 
we got two left. Who am I missing here? Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. And um, well, even with just Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton. I mean, so who who is who exactly are you going to run Wyndham Clark out there against? I mean, Fitzpatrick or I? I'm just at a total loss for the U.S. has just and really. Um, I mean, shame on the U.S. for it, this. Is just I don't know how this point system was put together. I mean, explain to me how. Okay, you got Brian Harmon, our Open champion. He automatically qualifies, right? Right. Okay. Um, we've got Brian. Uh, I said Harmon. Who else am I missing? We got Wyndham Clark, who won the U.S. Open, and I don't really remember him. I think he played decent at Augusta. Um, Wyndham Clark. So, so you got two automatic. These guys won majors and they got in, right? Right. So Kepka wins the PGA, and then is the runner-up at the Masters and doesn't get in. Right. Make it make sense. Yeah, it's make it make sense because you tell me where Wyndham Clark and I mean I guess top fifteen and all this other stuff and I mean Max Homa what he he won the Wells Fargo <laughs> yeah. what, I mean are you serious Max Homa well here's this the has got to be the biggest joke in golf yeah well obviously with the the live guys not being able to get points outside of the four major championships. Uh, it's definitely uh, creating quite a controversy when when Zach Johnson goes to make his uh, picks official uh, next Monday following the Tour Championship. Uh, who, who do you who do you? Well, let me ask you this, Tony. Who do you want to be on the team versus who do you think will be on the team? I'm gonna answer that in one in one minute, but I want to ask you a question briefly. Okay. Will these picks be about winning or will it be about politics? Because we'll know if it's about winning in the first few picks. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to go ahead and answer it first. I think it'll be a politics, and I don't see one live guy making the team. Really? Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, I, I think if a, if a live guy's not on there, then that's they're crazy. Then it's definitely not about winning. Um, there, I, I see – I think they should have at least two, potentially three guys from Live join the Ryder Cup, and that is Brooks Kepka. And one other guy that a lot of people aren't talking about is Dustin Johnson. Absolutely. He's still got game, and nobody's talking about him. And he went five and zero at Wilson Straits in twenty twenty one, and he's feared by a lot of guys still in the game. He competed well at the U.S. Open. He's made a lot of cuts in the majors. This guy has been in the Ryder Cup the last, what, five or six times? So he's got more experience than anybody, and nobody's really talking about him. Do I think he'll get picked? I don't think he will at all. I think there's going to be I think there's going to be one guy. I think they may take Brooks, but other than that, I don't see it. And I like DeChambeau. I think DeChambeau should have a chance too. You Absolutely. Know? So here, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to put it like this. So here are the top six qualifiers. You got Scotty, Wyndham Clark, Cantlay, Brian Harmon, Xander, and Homo. Uh, Homo. Right now, here are the actual what this would be Tone's top six picks. It would be Scotty, Brooks, Bryson, DJ, Cantlay, Xander. 
Okay. That that team you okay, so you go over what we've got. Okay. And then so you think Scotty, Wyndham, Clark, Brian Hart, the the dwarf, Xander, okay, yeah. Okay, now let me give you this list. Scotty, Brooks, Bryson, DJ, Cantlay, Xander. That sounds like the Europe the Europe team Europe is just smoked right there. <laughs> right. Right. Well who who do you have filling out the team then? All right. So here here's what you got six picks that are coming in. Obviously, we know Spieth is going to be one of them. For sure. Um, I think Sam Burns will be one of them, and rightfully so. But here's one that I'm going to say that I am pulling so hard. Lucas Glover deserves to be on that team. 100%. I agree. He is the, <laughs> he's Lucas the hottest Glover golfer. Deserves yep. it. He's the hottest golfer um, right now, for sure. So here, these would be my six picks. And then I'm going to give you your six because we know that my six picks definitely won't be there. But my six picks would be Sam Burns, Lucas Glover, Jordan Spieth. Um, obviously, Wyndham Clark would be there, and I would put Harmon there. But my final pick, and this one, a lot of people are going to say, What are you? What are you? But I'm telling you right now, you would be insane. And I already know where you're going to take JT over <laughs> Patrick Reed. J- JT's starting a tour championship at plus 34 this week. <laughs> There's no way Pat Reed, and I'm not saying that I like, I mean, I know he's unlikable, right. but he took McElroy down in probably the most epic match in Ryder Cup history, hit him with the uh, Matumbo, like was just, you have to take him, but we both know that would that's never going to happen. So I, I would love to see. I would love to see them, him come out Monday and say Patrick Reed is one of his picks. I think the world would be set on fire. For the so, I mean, just social media would go nuts. The internet would go nuts if he announces Patrick Reed is one of the final six. Um, but my, I guess as far as my six, thinking I hadn't really thought about Patrick Reed until you brought it up, honestly. <laughs> Um, he just really isn't being really talked to much, talked much about now being live and just not much um, controversy. I, I don't know. I remember not to interrupt you on the live tour this season. Reed has five top five finishes thus far. Okay. So, hmm. I mean, I say those are stronger fields than anything outside of a major, but Obviously, that could be argued in a num- number of different ways. But just for time's sake, we know Patrick's not going to be on that team. Right, right. I-, I think if I had to pick six, I think it would be – I think it's, I w- it would be Spieth. I think I- – I got a feeling they're going to pick JT as much as I – I just got a feeling as bad as he's played this year, I still think he's going to get – they're going to take him. I- I- I'd be shocked if he's not on the team. And then um, – I th- I'd like to see Glover. That gives me three. I think Glover's, the, like I said, the hottest golfer right now. He won back-to-back events, the first playoff event. He's found his putting. He strikes the ball as good as anyone right now. Um, they'll probably play him. at a. He won't play every match, but he'll play a couple. And obviously, they all play the singles. That leaves me with three picks. I would definitely take Brooks Kapka to be my fourth one. And I would t- uh, potentially take Chambeau. That gives me five, and then that leaves me like one pick. Who would it be? Would it be DJ. like – I would take DJ, but I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think DJ's even on the radar, which is crazy, and I, I could be 100% wrong. I just haven't heard – really the only buzz has been whether is he going to take – if is the U.S. going to take Kepka or not because of he 
was officially qualified until last week, and now he wasn't. So I I would take DJ, but I don't think DJ's even going to be in the discussion. But I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they just blindside me next Monday. So um, that would be my six. But I think I think he's going to pick somebody like a Keegan Bradley or Ricky Fowler. It's going to be that you know wild card. That would be one of the biggest jokes. I mean, that would be almost Hunter Mayhan. It would be Hunter Mayhan joke territory if he does that. But listen, I have said before, and I truly believe this, before it's said and done, Zach Johnson will be the best player on Europe's team. Because <laughs> if you pick the win, there's no way Europe should. You, you know, here's the thing. If you take Kepka, DJ, and Bryson, I guarantee you the odds in that would flip. I'm, I'm, you tell me. I, I would say Europe should be favored right now, but if you add Brooks, Bryson, and DJ, there's no way the books don't catch that and move USA minus 130. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is the U.S. hasn't won in foreign soul in, in what, since like early 90s, if I recall correctly? Well, they can't hit fairways. Yeah. They go out there and they want to bomb everything and – you know, the Stenson just hits that three wood right down the middle, and that's the thing. And, and you know, Italy's going to be rocking with the fans, the European fans, and it's definitely a home advantage over there, like we have over here every year, every other year. So, I, I don't know. It's just it's I'm just t- disappointed with Max Homa being on the team and JT. I mean, t- t- here's my thing, and I'm going to be, I'm going to go opposite of you on JT. What do you have criteria for if – because, I mean, JT, there is nothing about his game that said, yeah, man, JT should be on that team, man. You know, I mean, hell, you could say that about Freddie Couples. Right. I mean, when Freddie was a – or, you know, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, and do I think – I like JT, but to me, JT over a Lucas Glover is criminal. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's criminal. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would, and I'll and I'll give you an example. And I thought about this earlier today. If it were the NFL, and they say, and they say, well, you know, man, but Tom's been there. To, I got Tom Brady fatigue. I'm. T- I don't care that Tom Brady didn't qualify. I'm tired of him. You know. And that's how really now golf people, you know, we're a little bit different, but golf it's like, okay, but we've seen JT and like, you've seen it before. Like, okay, let's see something else. Let's Lucas Glover, man. This is a story. Right. Um, I think I'm going to end up on the wrong side of this one though. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I'm with you. I think they're going to go JT. I think they're going to go Fowler and I think they're going to get beat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, if they don't take any live guys, I think this is going to be so one-sided with uh, Rory, Rom, and Victor kind of leading, and Fitzpatrick leading that side. The Europeans, uh, it's going to be tough to beat. Even with Scheffler on the other side, the U.S. side, uh, it's going to be tough. It really is. So well, that and I'll give you, I'll give you one more too. Um, you know, why is it that? You know, well, what I was going to go with this is is that if you do take a live guy, I mean, the U.S. media would just be absurd. Uh, they just, you know, it would be live this, live. I mean, you know the infatuation they have. I mean, it's, 
you know, they just, they're just live, live, live. I mean, they hate live so much, but it's all they talk about. If they really want to, if they really want to win the Ryder Cup, you got to get the best or best 12 guys slash hottest golfers combined to go take on the Europeans in European territory. And that's absolutely so. Anyways, we've kind of given our two cents or what have you on that, and uh, we'll uh, jump into our uh, NFL. Welcome back. And as we have just wrapped up our talk on golf, we make our way into the NFL. And this is really what the whole episode is about, is kicking off the NFL and college football season. But more importantly, we want to talk about the NFL and the future odds when it comes to the divisions, the conferences, the Super Bowl champion, maybe an MVP, um, and, and a couple uh, regular season over-unders when it comes to team wins. Kind of recap. I think the last time that uh, myself and Tony had gotten together, we had we were we were discussing the actual Super Bowl back in February, where we were on the Chiefs, and we gave a bunch of prop bets. And fortunate enough, we're on the over there as well. It was a scoring shootout, 38-35 Chiefs over the Eagles. Um, collected a few props in there. We bet so many props just for the hell of it. Not going to go through all that. But fast forward. Uh, seven, seven and a half months later, here we are getting ready to kick off the 2023 NFL season. The This is, I think, the second week of preseason games. So we got one more game for each team. And then we are two weeks out of kicking off September 7th with the Detroit Lions playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Tony Tax wanted to kick off, uh, start with the AFC North uh, to win the Bengals, Ravens, Browns, and Steelers. Who do you like to come out to win that division? Well, I'm going to get back to that question, but I want to mention something you said. Man, I tell you who I love, and that's Dan Campbell. I love that. I am pulling for the Detroit Lions. I don't care. I love that guy. But you said AFC North. Yes. You got Joe Burrow. AFC North, in my opinion, is the toughest division in football. Okay. Um and here's my pick for this division. I have the Ravens winning this division over Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati in the wild card. Okay. And the only reason that I have the Ravens winning this over Cincinnati is the fact that they paid Lamar. So I think that he, he's got to stay healthy or at least gut it out if possible. And they've kind of added some weapons. They've always had their running game. They got the same coaching staff. They switched things up a little bit offensively, if I'm correct, with is it Todd Monk, um, the guy from Georgia. Yeah, that's right. Coming in, working with Lamar, new system. Maybe they start slow, but I do like Baltimore to win the AFC North again. Yeah, I look I look at this division and I'm kind of torn as well. I, I agree, it's very difficult. It's loaded, even with you know Masha, Massage Deshaun over Deshaun over here coming back and Massage Watson. Yeah, and uh, you know I'm looking at the odds: um, Bengals plus one fifty, Ravens plus two seventeen, give or take. Browns plus three eighty and Steelers plus four sixty five. I I honestly I would. I think it's a coin toss between the Bengals and Ravens. Um, I think a wild card here. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think Pickett's going to have a good year. Um, I, I think they're going to sneak into the playoffs as that fifth or sixth seed out of the AFC. It's kind of how I feel about it. 
you know, again, but and and you know, I think you could say anybody in this division uh, except for Massage Watson, and I wouldn't be <laughs> shocked. But um, just a great division. I this is true toss up to me. I you could I'm just flipping a coin and simply have to say Ravens, but I I do like Cincinnati as well. I think that'll be a dog fight. Um, one of those teams w- will get very far in the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, going through the divisions again real quick, we're going to go to the AFC South with the Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and Texans. Obviously, the favorite here is the Jaguars at minus money to win the division coming off the season they had last year. First season under Doug Peterson. You got Trevor Lawrence kind of hitting his stride and is could potentially I, I see as a potential MVP candidate this year. Um, basically, based on the odds, I think it's fi- it's a fight between the Jaguars and the Titans. So, Tony, who are you going with? Man, I'm going with the Titans. They got the best coach in football, Mike Vrabel. Yeah, okay. Who else? I, I, you got to go. Tennessee's the most underrated, and Mike Vrabel's the most underrated coach in football. I like Jacksonville. I like Doug Peterson. I like Trevor Lawrence. I like where Jacksonville's going. But they're just not Tennessee. Tennessee is that staple, man. Tennessee just finds a way. And it's never pretty. It never they don't blow teams out. They just win. Yeah, this and is, I don't think that Tennessee's going anywhere in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I think this is arguably the worst division in football. Um and I think Tennessee will beat the teams they're supposed to beat and win this division. Yeah, it seems like every year Tennessee, like, they beat some good teams that they're maybe not supposed to beat, and then they just kind of lay an egg against a couple teams that they're supposed to kill, and they end up losing. And then they end up, you know, they're in a 9-8 a and eight situation or a 8-9 uh, and nine situation, and usually whoever has a winning record in that division usually ends up winning that division and going to the playoffs. Um, so as far as odd-wise, I, I'm, I don't – think there's any value in taking the Jaguars at minus money. There's just too much juice there. So value-wise, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Titans at plus 324, give or take plus 325. It's kind of average consensus-wise um, for that division. Yeah. Uh, so. um, but, again, man, I mean, would you agree arguably the worst division in football? I mean, nothing worse than turning on – or. You know, for those of you, man, it's, it's hard to say this in the days of red zone now. And um, <laughs> But you remember back in the day, you have CBS and uh, Fox. And then, you know, obviously you'd have the Panthers on. And then you'd have a 4 o'clock game. you go, damn, it's an AFC South battle. Are you <laughs> the, the Colts and the Texans are battling it out at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you joking? And we got like a game of the week on. Another, and it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but again with nfl red zone those days are long behind us and um sunday ticket if you, hopefully you guys jumped on it early you save about 100 bucks yeah all right so moving on to the i guess the two most intriguing divisions that we'll start with the afc east uh the buffalo bills the Jets, now they have Rodgers, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. The Bills are the favorite, actually, here, based on the odds at plus 120. Jets, plus 250. Dolphins, plus 295. And then the Patriots at plus 800. So, Tony, let me hear it about Rodgers. I know you got something for him. Well, let me start by saying <laughs> this. 
the media is setting a rod up to fail and let me tell you how okay the media is still upset about his vaccines uh stance and the ayahuasca and all this other stuff so what the media is doing is typical u.s media what they do they're hyping up the jets and i know you've heard this on espn they're calling them a super team and the jets are the furthest thing from that their their offensive line is terrible who their best wide receiver is a second year kid that doesn't even weigh 200 pounds i don't garrett wilson yeah um like a super team come on but they're setting up a rod to fail but here's what i'm gonna tell you i'm not taking the bait i'm taking a rod to win the division and i'm gonna tell you why uh, i don't know if you guys caught it earlier stephen a smith put out a report that stefan diggs wants out of buffalo okay and i just think buffalo's refusal to run the football they just they refuse to run the football with a running back i think they'll get josh allen hurt they'll get him banged up like they always do and i just i think a rod will win that division i think buffalo makes a wild card yeah i i i know we haven't really said much but i'm kind of looking here at the dolphins what do you think about that they could sneak in i mean they're they're in the playoffs last year they probably should have beat the bills with with not having tua as their quarterback on the road in that game if he can stay healthy, which is you know saying a lot, as many concussions as he's had and all that, and they can get him a little more protection, I kind of like the Dolphins as a sleeper pick, at least maybe a potential wild card. What are your thoughts? I like I like Tua number one. Um, number two, I like the Dolphins. The only thing I don't really like is Psych McDaniel. I don't know what he he's like trying to be Mister Cool down there. Right. And, it's like just win man you know just stop with all the antics and because they've got a really good football team and they got i mean they've got money they spend money went and got jalen ramsey now i think did he get hurt am i correct on that i'm not sure i think he may have gotten hurt but i could be wrong on that but if they can get anything out of him uh they should be much improved on the defensive side of the ball and uh i do like miami i i think the afc east is one of the best and i want to say this before we move on this should be the year even though it probably won't happen that the fraud known as bill belichick he's he's been living off brady living off Vrabel, living off brewski for 20 years he he can't win yeah he can't this guy spent 269 million as colin cowherd would say it at target and got target players <laughs> and then claims they don't have any talent. Well, you went and signed the talent. And then they go, they signed Devontae Parker over D-Hop. You would have to wonder, you say, yes, somebody's smoking crack. You signed Devontae Parker, who never stays on the field, over D-Hop. That's pure insanity. You deserve to be fired. Simply, I mean, but not nonetheless. I think New England—they're in for a long season. Yeah, they're like they got the odds at plus eight hundred. I think for my pick, money-wise, if I had to put money down, I'm I'm with you. I'm with the Jets at plus two fifty. You get eight, um, Aaron Rodgers, and maybe he gets some connection with the wide receivers, and their defense is going to be good. They got a defensive head coach. Um, yeah, I'll take the Jets at plus two fifty, even with all the pressure and all the media that they're getting. Um, 
Yeah, I do think I will say this, and I, I would say this gambling. I would fade the Jets early. I don't really know what the schedule looks like. I don't have it in front of me. Um, It'll take a couple I, weeks to deal. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll start slow, but I think A-Rod will reel off six or seven in a row, um, get the job done. And I don't necessarily know that they do much in the playoffs. I, I mean, you, people got to remember when you throw the word dream team around – I mean, Robert Sala, this guy, I mean, what, what do you even have? Right. You don't know. Right. So I would be careful with that, but I do think they win that division, and I think that division will be down as a whole. Yeah. Okay, what about the last division in the AFC? That's the AFC West. You got the Chiefs, the defending champs, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders. Obviously, the Broncos get a lot of new attention with the new head coach and Sean Payton. The Chiefs are the Chiefs with Mahomes and Kelsey and Coach Reed. And then you've got Justin Herbert with the Chargers and then Raiders with their quarterback situation. Um, where do we stand, Tony? I mean, odds-wise, the Chiefs are obviously going to be the favorite, but they're minus money to win the division at minus 175, 180, which is a lot. So there's no value there to bet the Chiefs. So this is either a no bet or you just take a chance, my opinion, on the Chargers at plus 300. If, if uh, Tony Tax's favorite coach, uh, Brandon Staley, can get his, get his shit together and coach a football game. Well, if we can ever get him off that Madden controller. But as the great Lee Corso would say, not so fast, my friend. And I really hate, you know, for my purposes, because this was my pick, I really hate that – you know, we've come out the gate smoking like we have. But, and I I know you got your Chiefs jersey on. Oh, I, yeah. I put it up for a minute. Just hold it back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you got $100 to spare, go ahead, put it on the Raiders. This is the surprise of the NFL. The Raiders will win this division really? easily. Really? The Raiders will win this division. They got a great roster. I think Jimmy G stays healthy. This kid O'Connell, uh, number four, he is he is proven. He's a stud. I know it's preseason, but I, he's going to have time to. It's just it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when Jimmy G gets hurt, and this kid will get his chance. And I think I I think the Raiders are my sleeper team. I, I am silver and black. I got my Al Davis shirt on. <laughs> I am all in on the Raiders. Big time upset to win this division. I think the Broncos are highly overrated. Yeah. Highly over that Russell Wilson, that will go down, in my opinion, as one of the worst free agent signings in history. It'll be Albert Hainsworth like when it's done. The guy, he can't see over the line. He doesn't have legs anymore. I don't know what we're looking at. He can't run any. That's all he could really do before. He had a good arm, but his legs is what made him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic goes between Peyton and, and Wilson. And um, I think the Broncos have a pretty good defense. Can he get them together and get them going? And can they get some sort of offense under Peyton, who's kind of known as an offensive guru? I guess we'll see, and I think there's going to, like with the Jets, there's going to be some growing pains with the Broncos, with the new system, new coach. It's going to take several games, and we'll see if they're able to develop. And then, like you said, you're taking the Raiders. They're plus 1,500 to win the division. So 100 bucks to you win know, 1,500, that's a lot. 
Absolutely. Hey, and just remember, guys, in December, you know, I'll send you my Vim, send you my cash app. You can throw me a little hundred dollar thank you. Just remember I said it. And I'm gonna make one more prediction in this division. Okay. I will predict Russell Wilson gets benched and uh Jared Stidham will end up winning that job in Denver. Wow. That's a huge that's a hot take. Two hot takes in one in one division right here. I like it. Raiders winning and and Wilson making his way to the bench. I like it. That's what we're all about. You got to be a costly you know? bench, man. <laughs> An expensive bench over there. That's there. right. All right. So moving to the NFC, we're going to start with the NFC North. We've got you're fighting Dan Campbell's and the Lions, the Vikings, the Packers, and the Bears. And I never thought I'd say this, but the Lions are the favorite to win that division. Here's what I'm going to tell you. As much as I love Dan Campbell, <clears throat> the worst thing that could have ever happened was Detroit to be favored to win that division. Yeah, that's tough. That just tells me that Green Bay is going to win this division. Over the Vikings, you think? Yeah, I think the Vikings are in rebuild mode. I think they'll be down. And I'm going to give you another pick for my gamblers out there. Go ahead and take Justin Jefferson for MVP, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I think they'll be playing from behind a lot. And I think this is going to be a 2,000-yard season for him. And you just won't be able to deny him the MVP when it's all said and done. I agree with you. He's an NFL MVP player. But you know that award award goes to quarterbacks, unfortunately. And uh, some, sometimes it's warranted, sometimes it's not. And I'd like to see some of these position players get it for sure. And he's definitely worthy of it. Oh, absolutely. And I want to say this, you know, the media's MVP is the dwarf in Chicago, Justin Fields, the greatest two and 14 quarterback to ever take the field in case you didn't know by now. But um, I just, I am so over, I'm going to go Chicago is the most overrated team in the NFL. I don't see how they win four ball games. Um, I obviously could always be wrong on that, but they just they don't have the talent. I think they signed DJ Moore, and um, you know he took a screen pass to the house in preseason. But all you heard about was how accurate of a throw it was from Fields, <laughs> the two yard pass behind the line of scrimmage. So they have added a little bit of talent. I think they still don't have a quarterback. Um, eventually, you know, Fields, you know, they'll let you run it here and there, but eventually he's going to get his head knocked off. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it four or five weeks. Sounds like uh, Jordan loves having a pretty good preseason too, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to say for my pick, I'm going to roll with the Vikings at, at plus 280. I, I'm going to roll with them. I, I don't – I'm not ready to trust the Lions yet. Uh, I think there's going to be – being the favorites, there's a lot of eyes on them. They got the – I mean – they're playing the Chiefs to kick off the NFL season. Who would ever thought that, you know? So I think there's just going to be a lot of pressure on the Lions, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are a surprise team this year, but for this division, I'm going with the Vikings to win it. Yeah, I just hate it for Detroit because the worst thing that can happen to them, in my opinion, is expectation. Um, when you give a team that's never really won anything and then you add that expectation to it with Jared Goff and – even though he has looked a lot better, I'm just I just worry they're probably going to be a 500 team. Here is um, moving on to the NFC South. This might be the outside the a the AFC South and NFC South may be the two divisions that are most up for grabs with no 
clear favorite. You've got the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, and, and the, the fighting Tom Brady's, uh, the Buccaneers. So um, I, this is a – for some reason, the Falcons are getting a lot of love. I'm not sure why, um, but what do you think, Tony? Well, I mean, in this one, I, I I call it the NFC ouch. I mean, this division is just terrible. That's I mean, awful. Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, it, it's, it's horrible. Um, I think you got to go with Derek Carr. He's got the most to prove. Um, they actually have a good backup. Um, if something were to happen to Carr, they have. I think if you took Derek Carr out of the equation, you could still make the argument the Saints have the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. So I'm rolling New Orleans there. I think if you're going to roll money on anything, this is probably your safest bet. Yeah. Um, because again, if you, Derek Carr, who has everything to prove, um, and and they have looked good in the preseason so far. I've watched both their games. They've looked good. And again, you just to me, this division is terrible. Yeah. The Saints should walk away because if you go, I I think the Saints should leave with six wins just in the division. Wow. You guess so? You got them sleeping in the division, huh? I mean, I'm melatonin, uh, Xanax bar, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I am knocked out of sleep on Atlanta. The Baker at Faker Mayfield and uh, the Panthers. You know, Bryce Young got a lot of hype. I know there's a lot of Panther fans out there. Um, anybody want to sell your tickets, let me know. I'll be willing to pick them up for cheap <laughs> after week two or three. Um, so I just – I don't see it. I'll be honest with you. I never understood why Carolina moved up to take that pick. I, I hope – maybe proves me wrong. I yeah. think he was a real good quarterback at Alabama, but um, I just when they moved up, I was like, okay, what are they? Do they see something I don't see? Maybe or who knows? I I don't know what they're doing. Um, they're spending a lot of money in Carolina, just yeah, firing and hiring and replacing, and yeah. I think they're just grasping for straws. I just don't think you win that way in the NFL. Yeah, that's Tepper. He wants to win now. He's one of the richest owners in the NFL. He's very impatient, and uh, they honestly, though, you know, moving up to get to get young, they really didn't give up a whole lot. I know they gave up their best receiver, their best playmaker, and DJ Moore to Chicago, and I think they gave up one first round pick. Um, I think it's going to well, be. A- keep in mind now, this is Chicago. Now, this is the same team that drafted Mitch Trubisky over Pat Mahomes. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't put anything past them. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a, a a growing year for Bryce Young and them. Well, could they potentially surprise some people? Maybe. I mean, I'm, I don't know that I would want to take them at plus four hundred to win the division with a rookie quarterback. I'm with you. My money's on the Saints here to to come out of the NFC South. Um, yeah, and and I don't like the Miles Sanders pickup. And you know, here's my thing, and I could be wrong. I thought that the Panthers would for sure go get D-Hop because you went, okay, you invested in your young quarterback, so what are you going to put around him? Right. And so I, I'm going to ask you, who is Carolina's number one? Robbie Anderson? Uh, I thought they tra- – did they trade him, I thought? They did. He went to the Cardinals. So, yeah, who is uh, – do we even know? Who Thielen. They brought, in, they brought in Thielen and they've got um, – 
Terrence Marshall from LSU. He's like his third or fourth year in the league. So those are really their go-tos. And then Shai Smith, he played at South Carolina. And I'm sure there's one or two more I'm not thinking of. But, yeah, I don't know who's going to kind of set themselves apart as the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I, well, I just – you know, Thielen was like number four on Minnesota, and he ended up getting beat out by K.J. Osborne. So one would have to wonder what they were really thinking there. I, I mean, I'm not saying he used to be a really good player, but, I mean, unfortunately, age gets the best of us all, you know, so. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand the hire, the head coaching hire, Frank Wright. You know, he got fired at Indianapolis, and I know he played for Carolina when they came into the league in the early 90s so I guess there was that kind of connection but I don't know we'll see I think he's got a good staff around him he brings in Deuce. yeah it's just weird they they seem Frank Wright has always or his previous teams have kind of been a run first and you, right. you go well are they gonna I mean are, is that the plan with Miles Sanders um or maybe they have somebody they've got in the um in the back we don't know about yeah, I think the defense will be pretty good. They they drafted defense for the last couple of years, and those guys have really established themselves on that side. But, you know, Bryce Young coming to the league at Alabama, he was running around everywhere, and you just can't do that in NFL. You get your head taken off. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see how that goes, you know, if there's no O-line to protect Bryce Young. But maybe they – I mean, they drafted O-line two years ago in the first round, so maybe those guys will start to establish themselves to protect him. Absolutely. Anyways, moving along to the NFC East, we've got your NFC defending NFC defending champions in the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Commanders. the The favorite here, obviously, is the Eagles at minus one thirty, give or take. With next in line being the Cowboys at plus one eighty, and the Giants coming in around plus seven fifty to plus eight hundred, and then your Commanders wrapping it up right at plus uh, fifteen hundred, give or take. So, Tony Tax, fire away. Well, first off, I want to get – I'll pace anybody that gets a chance. If you can run over Nick Sirianni, if you get a chance on that Eagle sideline <laughs> to hit him, please, just if you, you're you out there and you hear this, please, for me, just run over him. Just take his knees out, do something. But um, this is the biggest value division, in my opinion. I'm going to tell you why. The Eagles are going to take a huge step back. I think, I think so everything lined up for them. I think Jalen Hurts, I like his story. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a hard worker. Um, I think he's going to take a step back. I think the league is going to kind of adjust. And, I, again, I think it was just one of those seasons for the Eagles where literally everything went their way. I get, It's like the 2015 Panthers. Right. You know, any close game they got in, it's like they got a fumble. They got everything went their way except the Super Bowl. Um, now, cowgirl fans, <laughs> back, calm down a little. I just – I don't believe in Dak Prescott. I've never been – I just don't see it. The best value – and um, you can give us the numbers here. Folks, you got to go with the best coach in this division, and that's Brian Dayball and the New York football giants. They are going to win this division, in my opinion, easily in a runaway. Brian's the best coach in this division. I think the, under Daniel Jones, he's been a different Daniel Jones. It's like he went to rehab. 
We don't know what he did to Daniel, but he's been playing like a totally different quarterback. If he can give us this again, and Waller, Darren Waller, who came over from the Raiders, can stay healthy, I think the Giants win this division. I, This is a tough one. I'm torn here. I really am. I do agree with you. I think the Eagles are going to have a Super Bowl hangover. They lost both coordinators, their defensive offensive coordinators, to head coaching jobs. I think that is very understated in the effect that those those positions will have on a football team, especially in the NFL. I think Jalen Hurts had a hell of a year last year. Obviously, MVP contender, all that. Um, but I think they take a step back as well. I think it's hard. I mean, I think there's like a crazy stat of the Super Bowl losers their next season, how they've done, and like 90% of them have missed the playoffs the next year. Now, the Bengals went deep last year after losing the year before in the Super Bowl, so they were kind of one of the few that surprised teams. But I'm kind of – I see where you're going with the Giants, and I, I love their value at plus 750, give or take, plus 700, plus 800, depending on where you get it. But I, I would definitely take the value there. But if I had to hold my feet to the fire, I'm sorry, but I'm taking your cowgirls to win no. the division. Yes. Yes, I am. I am. Oh, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's back calling plays. He got rid of whatever his name is, Kellen Moore, which I don't know if that was good or bad or not, but he's back to calling plays. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. There's not I many plus 180. We'll see what happens. But it is hard to bet against. I'm with you, your Dable, with Coach Dable, and Daniel Jones has really come on uh, as of last season. You know, my Raiders pick is really from the heart and in a way, and that's a huge value. I think if you're gambling-wise, this is your smartest value to go with the Giants here. Yeah. Um, I, I think they've upgraded the roster. I think they've added better coaches. I think they're – what um, is it year two or year three under Dayball? I think it's year, year, year two. I think it's year two. Um, year two – I think this guy is, has got that Belichick years ago effect where he's kind of got a, a mysterious vibe that the players just react to and they want to play for this guy. And I think if I'm gambling, this is your best value at plus 750. And also to the gamblers out there, I would fade – I'm going to say this personally. I'm going to be fading the Eagles pretty much all year. Yeah. I got you. All right, let's uh, move on to our last division, and that is maybe the division that we may don't we don't need to spend much time on. Just the NFC West. You got the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. The 49ers are the favorite at minus one seventy. Um, next, Seahawks plus two hundred. Um, I don't I don't see any value here. The 49ers are going to cruise to this division. The Cardinals are the worst going to be the worst team in football. So I just. Is there anybody outside the 49ers? I mean, I don't see anything. Well, I'm probably going to end up looking like Cliff Kingsbury in Thailand with egg on his face. But I'm going <laughs> to take the Rams in this division, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm not sold on Brock Purdy. Uh, I think he's got to prove it again. I think the stars kind of align for him. I don't believe in Trey Lance. And I think that they brought in Sam Darnold for a reason because they don't really believe, I, you know, whether it be health or 
whatever. I just think, you know, I, I got to go with Sean McVay. And I'm, I say I'm probably going to end up with egg on my face because they have looked terrible <laughs> through two preseason <laughs> games. Is Stafford so, even healthy yet? Is he going to miss the season again, or well, what's his deal? I'm gambling on. I'm gambling that he's healthy. I don't know if he's going to Jim McMahon and play through these concussions or what. But I'm I'm here and he's going to play. So I'm going with Stafford. I'm going with McVay. I'm going with Cup, and I'm going with the Rams to surprise win this division. Okay. Okay. So I like the fight in Geno's. I think they're a 500 team at base. Don't have the weapons. Yeah. Um, so, but I do in my wild card. I've got um, Dallas and San Francisco. Okay. Coming out of the NFC, my AFC champion is the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Rams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> what the Okay. All right. Take it right now. Like you got to get it early. You got to get it early. Okay. For my my two wild cards I mentioned earlier, I like the Steelers as one of the wild cards. And um, let's see. I think it's going to be. I'm scrolling through. I, I think it's going to be the Dolphins as the the. Well, there's actually we there's seven wild cards in there. There's seven wild cards. I mean, there's there's seven total teams, three wild cards, right? I, they, they added one, so I think you yeah. have three now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go Dolphins, Steelers, out of the AFC, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the Chargers will be the third this year, and then out of, out of the um, NFC, I'm gonna take. Let's see. I'm gonna. I'm going to say the Lions don't win the division, but they get in as a wild card. Um, nobody out of the South for sure. I think you'll have t- the, uh, the. I like the Cowboys and Giants. Since I picked the Cowboys, I'll go with the Giants. And then that leaves. The Eagles? No, I don't think the Eagles are going to make it. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to say the Seahawks get in there as the again. Now, who's your Super Bowl pick? So my Super Bowl, I'm going to say, this is going to be crazy, but I got the Cowboys win the NFC. And Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, crazy. I know. And I am going to go with, drum roll, I'm going to take, I'm going to take, the Chiefs to make it back to the Super Bowl. Chiefs Cowboys setting all time records for Super Bowl viewership. And then I'm gonna have the Chiefs repeating as Super Bowl champs. Of course you are. Yeah. I mean you've got a Kelsey tattoo. <laughs> you, you know, you're a, a, a fanboy and so we we get it, but listen, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs are that is a you know, that's a safe pick. It is. But it is. The thing is, is you get everybody shot that next year. You get all these primetime games and where these teams get hyped up. The home crowds get all day to tailgate and get ready for you. And 
things just seem to go different. Injuries kind of pile up. And so I think it'll happen. I mean, they're definitely a great football team. But I did want to say this before we move on. Um, we asked that you guys follow Sport Cap Value and the Coastal Consultants on Twitter because let's face it, guys, you, you don't trust yourself to make NFL picks. That's why we're here. We're here to win money for you. Weekly picks, locks of the week, Thursday night, Monday night, Saturday night, you name it. We're picking it. And a lot, nine times out of 10, it's right. You go back to uh, Sport Cat Values card on Sunday. Hey, you put one unit on Vigor Hovland, just one pick, and you're eating pretty good this week. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's this is the that's the point of this show is to kind of kick off the NFL season and we're, you know, in the lab working hard to get these winners, find value. That's why we're just going through the divisions, we're having our picks. Um we are, you know, again, looking for value here on what we think is can can make you money at the end of the day and that's what's important. Um one thing I wanted to talk about too, Tony Tax, is we is the NFL MVP for this year, and I want to go through the odds real quick. Obviously, Mahomes is the leader at plus six hundred, followed by Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Hertz, Lawrence, Jackson, Rogers, Tua, Prescott, your boy Fields at plus two thousand, which is crazy. Anybody you you have in mind uh, to kind of win the uh, win the MVP, and that's not a favorite like Mahomes. Justin Jefferson, baby, 2,000 <laughs> yards, 12 touchdowns, <clears throat> record after record. I think Justin Jefferson, by, if you don't take him number one in fantasy, you're insane. Uh, I think he's in for a big year on a bad football team, and I think just based off stats, he'll end up – he'll be your MVP. Well, he's, and obviously, those are some great numbers. Plus, plus 10,000, so 100 to 1 if he wins MVP. That's crazy. That's I mean, that's, that's good value for, like, a top receiver in the league, you know? Oh, I mean, you know, hey, think about it, guys. And, and, you know, you think about it again. We talk about what we do. We study numbers, okay? So this guy is a number one overall fantasy player for my fantasy gurus out there. But somehow he's a 101 to one MVP. That's insane. That's insane value that you just – you have to take. You just have to take – it's like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You say, well, why not take – Tyreek Hill says he's going to get 2,000 yards this year. I believe him, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> there's there's two guys I'm looking at. One of these guys I bet last year, and I, I'm going to think I'm going to bet him again because I love this guy. He's one of my favorite outside of my homes. I'm taking Justin Herbert. This dude is insane. Plus, plus 1,000, 10 to 1. I'm I'm betting him, and there's another guy I'm betting, and that is Trevor Lawrence. Even though he is a Clemson Tiger, Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars, I think he's going to have one hell of a year in his second year under Doug Peterson, plus 1,500, 15-1. I like those two options as your MVP for 2023 NFL season. Yeah, I like Goldilocks as well. I just don't like him as MVP. I do think he will have a – fantastic year um and i mean he let's face it he's a number one pick and he is due to kind of break out i think this is his breakout year where he shows you hey this is why this guy was the number one pick yeah um 
Real quick before I let you go, I wanted to just kind of glance through the over under on total on team wins. Uh, Titans over under seven and a half. Let's see, they got the Jets with Aaron Rodgers over under nine and a half. Just browsing through some teams that are intriguing. The Lions over nine and a half, over under nine and a half. Um, who else? To me, you got to go under with the Lions just based off of history. You know, that would be like setting my over under at 85 at Lexington. You would say, <laughs> well, man, you got to go over that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, under nine and a half to even money. So that's actually a pretty good pick. Let's see who else. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers over under eight and a half. I kind of like the over, but it's kind of juice there. So minus one fifty, yeah, minus one fifty. Not a lot of value there. Um, Chiefs over under eleven and a half. That's too much. Uh, I'm trying to look for value here. Uh, Colts over under six and a half. I like the under there at even money with new quarterback. Um, yeah, you figure they may beat the Texans. Um, and I'm not sure maybe if they had the Cardinals on the schedule, I think that's the safe under with Indy and I'm, you know, listen, and I'm, I'm not a Colts hater. I actually like Jim Mersey. That could potentially, I know you said the Cardinals, Indy could be your worst team in football. Yeah. Um, Hmm. and CJ Stroud doesn't look too hot either. Right. Uh, Um, Minnesota Vikings are under eight and a half. That's kind of I kind of like the over there minus one twenty six. Not a whole lot of juice there. You can get it maybe at minus one ten. But here's one that I think is the best bet, and that is your Giants, New York Giants, over under seven and a half wins. I mean, love the over. Yeah, I do that. too. Um, I, I love the over. As long as uh, Daniel Jones can stay healthy, I really like that. Over. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to hammer that over right there. I'm, you heard it here on, first on the podcast, Sports Cat Value is hammering the over on the New York Giants over seven and a half wins for the season. Lock it in. A wise man once told me when it comes to the NFL, you got to trust coaching. Yeah. And I just, I think you, you look at, you know, you got Brian Dayball, great coach. You got um, a lot of these divisions. You look at the coaches, Doug Peterson, Super Bowl winner. So, it's been a great show, man. I appreciate you having me. Um, with hopefully some good information out there for everybody to make some money this year. The book, the bookies have made enough money. <laughs> They've made plenty over the years. <laughs> That's so, right. Everybody, we hope everybody gets rich. And um, log in, sport cap value. Listen, guys, I promise you, few days picks, and you'll have paid for this subscription. It's simple. I'm a subscriber. He's one of the first subscribers on the site. And, um, you know, he just sees things that he'll, it'll be games. I'm like, what is he looking at? Over <laughs> nine and a half? And they'll score 19 runs. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I don't even question it anymore. I just trust it. I appreciate that. I appreciate you being part of the, you know, subscribing to us and, 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 and you know, supporting us and, and I will say uh, again, I, I I definitely you know talked with Coastal Consultants and Tony Tax and and running things off of him and, and what he thinks, what his uh kind of angles he's taking on games, on teams, on picks, and uh, go check him out at Coastal Consultants. And he is again, he is the NFL expert, and that's why he's on this show, and that's why we're going over all this, and we're here to give you our winners. 
thanks again tony tax for joining us and uh we'll, we'll keep in touch and uh we'll look to uh get some get some uh some money for our folks let's do it we will get together soon my friend all right take care bud see you yes sir see you Well, thanks again to Tony Tax for joining us as we went through all the NFL divisions, gave you our picks. Um, you'll hopefully you'll lean on that throughout um, for your futures bets, um, and hopefully you put those in early. And I know you'll be watching them through the season and towards the end. Hopefully you cash those sooner than later as the season unfolds and make your way towards the holiday season. Um, again, go to sportscapvalue.com. We'd love to have you. We are on fire right now, getting ready to wrap up August. A few weeks left. We got we're going strong at MLB. We've got our month long package, thirty days on the website, ninety bucks, three dollars a day is all it takes to be a part of this team. Where you get the picks from us sent out to you with email on a daily basis, reminding you that our picks are out. Go check out our website. Go check out our social media. You get an idea of how our website works, how our picks come out. We'd love to have you. Until then, we'll uh, see you next time. Check us out at Sports Cap Value. That's Sports Cap C-A-P Value. And uh, until then, we're signing off from the skiv. And then next time, we'll be talking about college football as well. So stay tuned. Thanks for uh, listening. And uh, keep uh, looking on our social media for more stuff coming out. And uh, we look forward to interacting with all of y'all. And uh, until then, we'll see you again.